0: What is going on my friends? Welcome back to more of the Locked On Panthers podcast, Bill Rossetti. Back with you guys here for a Thursday edition. Hope you guys are having a great week and are getting ready for the big divisional showdown with the Atlanta Falcons on Sunday. But I want to touch a little bit more quick on Ron Rivera. Obviously it's been a long week with, uh, ...with the Ron Rivera news, and I want to touch on the press there, because obviously you didn't get a chance to, because that was on Wednesday. We had the crossover Wednesday, but I want to touch on the the press conference that Ron Rivera gave in what was effectively his final, final work with, with the Panthers, and it was just amazing just to see, just to show how much of a class act Rod Rivera was, you know, Rivera came out and you know thanked everybody for all the support and everything that everyone meant did for him and meant for him in Charlotte. He was very grateful for his time in Charlotte, and he he looked back on what was really nine great years in Carolina, and he certainly made notes of. The successes that he had, and that's something I talked about too on the uh, the Locked On NFL podcast. I actually got a chance to join Brian and Matt yesterday to talk about Ron Rivera, and I noted his press conference and how he made sure to let everyone know that there was only there have only been two times in the history of the NFC South, so about 17 years, only twice. Has a team won three straight division titles, and the second time literally just happened a week ago. That was the, when the Saints clinched their third straight division last week against the Falcons. First team to do it, of course, was the Carolina Panthers. Now, of course, one of those teams was the uh, the 7-8-1 and one team, of course. But Rivera also made notes. I couldn't tell which reporter it was, But he pointed to a reporter and basically said that he used their article as motivation, as bulletin board material for the Panthers when the team was 3-8-1. Remember, they, of course, had to win their last four games of that year to win the division, and that's what they did. And that uh, that was their bulletin board material. And... He made note of that. He made note of, of course, the Super Bowl t- or the Super Bowl appearance, and how that was actually his biggest regret was the the, uh, the losing the Super Bowl. But overall, he came out and was just so grateful for everyone. And then, of course, uh, he he took some questions, obviously saying how he was very surprised at the timing. He even thought it was going to be hap it would happen at the end of the season, if it would happen, but. We know now that David Tepper pretty much just wanted to be honest with Ron Rivera. Tepper wanted to get a head start because he knows there could be other teams looking at potential candidates, namely the Washington Redskins, who, of course, also have an interim head coach. And then he talked about just some favorite memories with the Carolina Panthers, including a picture he has of the 16 captains of the 2015 NFC Championship team. He was very appreciative of that. Uh, he talked about how he addressed the team and said, "You know, no moping around. You still have a job to do. Go out and give Perry fuel, everything you've got." And uh, they even talked about, on defiance of voice, he talked about that. That was really where he, you know, strongly commented on. Just focusing on the positives. You know, fo- stop looking at the negatives, start looking at the positives. Namely, again, the the three straight division titles, his two Coach of the Year awards, his NFC Championship, and his Super Bowl appearance. And then, of course, he was asked about whether he thinks he's going to coach again, and he he says absolutely. He's, he's looking at this as like a four-week vacation now before the start of 2020. He actually feels... Very confident about his chances in coaching at coaching in 2020. And I have to agree with him. And I touched on this too with uh, Brian and Matt yesterday. I really do believe now that Ron Rivera will be a head coach again in 2020. There's going to be multiple openings. And I, some are already starting to think maybe he reunites with Dave Gettleman. In New York and becomes the next head coach of the Giants. Obviously, the Giants have to fire Pat Shermer first, but I think the possibility is pretty good right now that Pat Shermer will not be the Giants' head coach in 2020. You figure the Giants were what five and eleven last year, and they're sitting now at two and ten. So, you know, seven and fourteen. Excuse me, seven and twenty-one in his first uh, 28 games as Giants head coach. <laughs> Excuse me. So, I don't think Pat Schirmer's going to last much longer. Pro- they're probably waiting till after the season and, you know, who knows, maybe Ron Rivera gets a call from Dave Gettleman there. Maybe they do reunite. But I do believe somewhere Ron Rivera will be a head coach in 2020. But again, just just the way he The way he spoke up himself and the way he showed how he cared about a lot of the players, you know, even with uh, with touching on former players, someone made note of how Jonathan Stewart came to Ron Rivera when he was having a kid and Ron Rivera was just so happy for him. So he made note that it's not just coaching players on the field, but it's about just being a good human being to these guys off the field, and he also made note of guys like Greg Olson and Eric Reed as people that are going to go out and change the world and make the world a better difference. So it's not just on-field stuff for Ron Rivera. It's about off-field stuff. It's about family. It's about community, and you saw him do that throughout his time in Charlotte. So a great man, and overall, I'd say it was a pretty good run. Remember, this was a 2-14 and 14 team. When Ron Rivera took over in 2011, and him, and Cam Newton, of course, started that bond early and it only grew over the years. And of course, the height was 2015, the 15 and 1 season, and the appearance in the Super Bowl. So, a good run. And again, I don't think his coaching days are over. I think he will be somewhere in 2020. But with that, I think it's time to move on because, oh, by the way, uh, there is a football game to play on Sunday, and that's against the Atlanta Falcons. And, of course, we touched on that on Wednesday on the crossover with Aaron Freeman. We, we touched, of course, on the, uh, the the changes in the teams, how, how different the teams kind of look. Uh, since that week 11 meeting and you know we know with the Falcons it was you know they were on that bit of a roll there with the with the win over the Panthers coming off the win over the Saints but they of course have slipped up a little bit over the last couple days um, or not last couple days last couple weeks I should say sorry you know you've got uh, you're coming off the loss to the Buccaneers and, you know, two straight losses. So Falcons are reeling a little bit as well. And obviously the questions I think are back up in terms of the future of Dan Quinn. And really at this point, I don't think he's going to make it to uh, to 2020. It just seems like they're just going to let him ride out the season. Probably if they were going to fire Quinn midseason, it was probably going to be during the, the bye week. So again, at this point, I think it's just the uh, they're just letting him ride out the season, and then once tw- or once Black Friday comes around, as it were, or not Black Friday, Black Monday. Sorry, I'm trying to multitask here. But uh, once Black Monday comes after week 17, I think that's when you're going to see Dan Quinn go. But as far as what we're looking at on the field, uh, the, the big question for me is, of course, Julio Jones and the his health. You know, is Julio Jones going to be healthy enough? Is he going to play? Because we know how dominant Julio has been in this series against the Panthers. So if he can't play, obviously, that's a big help for the Panthers. But as we noted on the crossover, Austin Hooper is expected to make his return, and that's certainly a big help for the Falcons. Hooper was having a very good year before the the injury. And so <clears throat> excuse me, it's how much of an impact coming off injury is Hooper gonna have? And then you still have Calvin Ridley. The running game has been you know, kind of hit and miss, you know, Brian Hill hasn't really taken off like we thought they would. And I think Devontae Freeman's been kind of coming back, but it's just been kind of a sluggish offense the last couple of weeks. So, you know, this defense has to step up, but they, they've had trouble the last couple of weeks. They uh, even even the first meeting now, you know, the first meeting they were able to kind of contain Brian Hill a little bit. And I remember all the fantasy pundits. Out there, and you know, for good reason, really touting Brian Hill that week because he was getting the starting role and didn't really do much with it that game. But this is still a down run defense for the Panthers, so I think the opportunity is still there. But overall, I it's not gonna be as I don't think it's gonna be as much of a blowout. As that first game, at least, you know, for the Panthers' sakes, hopefully it's not as big of a blowout. But I don't think they're going to allow themselves to score just three points this time around. I think the offense is going to move the ball a little bit better. Or hopefully, move the ball a little bit better, and you know, with again with Julio Jones kind of banged up, <clears throat> and the uh the, the possible you know the question whether or not he's going to play i think we're still kind of going through the week figuring out what's going to happen with him because of course he is coming off not playing in week 13 against the Saints so really going to be interesting what his status is and if he's going to be limited or if he's going to be a full go but it it'll, it'll be interesting it it'll be a tough game you know going on the road and the Panthers if anything, they're going to fight hard for their new head coach, or at least you hope they do. You know They give Perry Fuel the same kind of energy that they gave to Ron Rivera because you could tell, too, that obviously the team loved Ron Rivera, and that's all you heard, too, on Wednesday was just the emotional outpouring of support for Ron Rivera, and especially with the timing in terms of you know, the news came on a Tuesday and a lot of players end up finding about the finding out about the news through social media or text, whatever the case may be, because this was a typical off day for the team, so they're not even in the building. So this is a big surprise to everyone. So that that's all you heard yesterday too, was just how grateful and supportive all these players were for Ron Rivera. So, you know, can they channel that energy? can they channel that energy into all this support now or into fighting hard for Perry fuel over these last four weeks? And like I said, too, I th- I think these last four weeks now are just a matter of developing your players and just a matter of seeing what you have, you know, getting some of your younger guys. Like maybe we see more of Christian Miller over the next couple of weeks because, you know, he hasn't gotten a lot of snaps, this would be a good time now to to get him some reps you know don't don't fully treat this like like a preseason game but you know treat it as obviously kind of your stepping stone to 2020 get some of your young guys some experience because again with the the playoffs just about out of reach I think it's just a map. I think now it's just time to see what you have. Start building your roster, so to speak, for 2020. Seeing what, what you have in your players, who can help you in 2020, who probably you can afford to let go and replace and upgrade on. So it's, it's just going to be an interesting four weeks, I think, just in terms of team development here. But again, in terms of the game uh I, I it's gonna be a tough one. I do think the Panthers ultimately come up short in this one, but I think it's gonna be a lot closer than the twenty nine to three butt whooping that the Panthers were dished out by Atlanta on in uh in week eleven. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com/slash credit card. Before we kind of move on here, I want to take a moment to thank some of our great sponsors here on the podcast. Our f- friends over at Away, which creates thoughtful products designed to change how you see the world. For $20 off a suitcase visit, Away Travel. Dot com That's A-W-A-Y-T-R-A-V-E-L dot com slash locked on. Use the promo code locked on during checkout. That's for $20 off a suitcase. And if you're listening on the go and you can't get to a computer right now, you can find this offer and all the other offers from locked on sponsors at locked on podcasts dot com slash offers. And our friends over at my bookie dot A-G, our good friends, our longtime friends. Who ask? are you the type of fan that knows football so well that you can choose any game and call it? Well, my bookie is the place for you because they let you turn all your sports knowledge into cash in your wallet. And even between football season, you have NBA and the... Or between... Between football season, NBA, and the start of the college basketball season, it's time to get off the sideline and get in on the action with my bookie. So if you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little and... To try to win a lot you could try a parlay for instance if you like a couple of the big favorites this week parlays are perfect because they let you pay out or they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout so if you're going to bet this season do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win and if you join right now my bookie will match your deposit Halfway all the way up to a thousand dollars. That means if you deposit two thousand dollars, you get an extra one thousand dollars in free money to play with. All you got to do is pr- use promo code locked on to activate the offer. Again, that's promo code locked on to take advantage of mybookie's generous sign up offer. So visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. So, so with that, I think we're gonna get out of here. Just wanted to Touch a little bit on Rivera's presser, just kind of one last uh, send-off this week on Rivera. Certainly over the next few weeks, we'll keep tabs on who the Panthers are eyeing for their next head coach. Probably won't be for a while, but certainly going to be a f- certainly going to be fun to uh, follow the process. So I hope you guys are excited for that as well. So with that, I'm going to get out of here. Thanks so much for tuning in. And until next time, keep it locked here with me. Remember to follow me on Twitter at Bill underscore Resetti. And until next time, take care, my friends, and we will see you next time.